I think that the Affordable Care Act, you know, as long as it wasn't named uh, the Obamacare, it would pass. They made the test already. But the fact of the matter is, at the essence of it all, is people need health care. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Archie Moore, January 27, 1954, of course, winner 15 rounds over Joey Maxwell. Got to meet both these guys. Let me tell you a little about Archie. Of course, 1991, we're over in Richmond, California. I've got a three-minute live block on Cox TV. Okay, We're going to do the pay-per-view, of course, for George Foreman and Evander Holyfield. And Foreman's going to be my guest for this majority of this three-minute block. Okay, It's a three-minute block. I've only got a satellite time for three minutes. So anyway... We get rolling, and George rolls overtime. I mean, you know, George likes to talk, right? So he rolls overtime, even though I elbowed him during the thing. Hey, we need to quit. We need to quit. Anyway, because I needed to go to Archie. Didn't have enough time for Archie Moore. Archie Moore turned around, and he got in my face. I mean, like, he was ready to knock me out. I kid you not. So I had to, like, whoa, 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 talk this old man down. I'm saying to myself, why should I be talking this old man down? I mean, you know, if it had been straight up, bang, it had been over. Anyway, even the old Archie Moore. So anyway, we go to the International Boxing Hall of Fame in 1992, just a year later. And, you know, I, I, I like to rib people now and then. So I'm talking with Bob Foster. And of course, Bob Foster is considered probably the greatest light heavyweight champion of all time. He comes to us from Albuquerque, New Mexico. They called him the sheriff because he worked part-time for the sheriff's department down there. But Bob told me he had it. Bob liked his beer. So Bob was having a couple of beers. We were at Graziano's up there in, in Canasota, New York. And he says to me, he goes, Archie Moore was across the ring. He says, you know, Archie Moore, he goes, that MF couldn't hit me in the ass with a ping-pong paddle. No, no, I take that back. A tennis racket. A tennis racket. I said, man, I said, I wouldn't, don't say that so loud, Bob. He goes, no, you go tell Archie that. I don't care. So, you know, me being the dare guy that I was, I was a young kid. I didn't know, right? So I went in the other room, and about a half hour later, I'm in, talking with Archie Moore, and I said, you know, Bob Foster said, Bob Foster said, you couldn't hit him in the ass with a tennis racket or a baseball bat, something like that. Anyway, I don't realize that he's taking it real serious, okay? And he starts taking off his clothes. So he takes off his coat. I'm not thinking nothing of it. I may just take it off his coat, but I'm not thinking nothing of it. So he takes off his hat. Then he starts taking off his cufflinks, right? And then I start freaking out. You know, I realize the old man's going to go in the other room and go after Bob Foster. This is, I just started a fight between these two Hall of Famers. I kid you not. So anyway, I go, oh, oh Archie, 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 I was, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I didn't know what to say. I mean, you know, I'm, 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 I'm the river, right? I mean, you really, anyway, bottom line is he gets in my face again. He goes, you ever do that again and I knock you out. Archie Moore, guy's like 85 years old. What could I say? At that point in time, he had the upper hand. But Archie Moore, the old mongoose, may he rest in peace. Of course, he's getting a lot of internet play, the guy with the most knockouts in boxing history, but he almost knocked me out not once but twice. Uh, with that being said, we will take it to the Bronx and bring in the Bronx Bomber. Of course, we'll talk about Mr. Socrates Palmer. Sock, Archie, ever try to knock you out? I never had the pleasure of being threatened by a legend. So, no, I, I never got to meet him. That's a great story. Uh, and well, yes, I definitely would still be afraid of the guy with the most knockouts in boxing history. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't the first time, but I was the second time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in other words, you know, in Richmond, I had a suit and tie on. No, no, you know, he's not going to slug a TV guy with a cameraman there. I don't think. All right, but um, at the internet, at the boxing hall of fame, I came close. I came close probably to getting cracked. And Bob Foster came even closer. So, you know, Bob was in the other room. Bob wasn't one of those guys that's going to fight anybody. But Archie sort of kept us up. I watched Archie get this out. He was in his late 70s, I believe. And I saw him one morning doing road work. Wow. 
talk about living your gimmick, huh? So I, yeah, so I said to myself, you know, and then it's all starting to come together here. This guy's doing road work at like 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm coming home at 6 o'clock in the morning, and he's out doing road work. Different lifestyles. Anyway, well, <laughs> well, uh, okay. and let's talk about the Caleb thing. How many Calibs are there in the 168-pound division? Three? Well, uh, tonight, I guess two of the better Calebs are going to hook it up. Uh, it's, uh, it looks like a mismatch. I mean, the champion, Caleb Plant, uh, Sweet Hands, is a 50 to 1 favorite. You know, um, and, uh, Caleb Truax is 37, you know, an 11, almost 11 years age difference between the two. Uh, I can't see Sweet Hands having a hard time uh, against a guy that, a game fighter, tough career. He's fought some good names. Uh, I thought his one time that he really shined was against James DeGale, and they robbed him. He didn't get made it a draw, then he lost a, a rematch, a little, you know, more convincing. Uh, but at 37, a lot of miles on that, on that body. I can't see Plant, uh, losing more than one or two rounds. I, I don't see him being stopped, but I, I just see Plant outclassing, uh, Mr. Truex tonight. You know, I could see the strategy here. I mean, it's pretty obvious. They bring a guy from Europe that's sort of hot, around 168 pounds, and they make him a name, they give him a belt, and they put him in the in the Canelo Alvarez sweepstakes. Doesn't that the way this looks? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the thing is, at 168 pounds, the, the PBC uh, roster, I mean, they have good fighters. I mean, the, the other guy in that world is, as Benavides, mm. and and that's a fight that seems a lot easier to make than than waiting for Canelo. So, uh, hopefully, the, you know things go the way they're supposed to, and and I believe Benavides has a fight against uh, a kid from uh, Lynn, Massachusetts, uh, Ellis. Mm-hmm. I forget his first name. And hopefully, you know, by the summer, these two guys hook it up, man. I mean, and then they can call out Canelo and say that they're the top guy at 168. Um, it, it, to me, it just it makes the most sense uh, for the fight fans and, and the fight that people really want to see. David Benavides, of course, Mauricio Suleiman, president of the World Boxing Council, on the uh, show last week. He's 23-0 and with 20 wax, of course, coming to us from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. He's going to take on Ronald Ellis, 18-1, with a couple of draws. It's going to go down March the 13th. Is that going to be on the zone? Do you know? No, I, I think it would probably be on one of the Fox outlets because, it's, to my knowledge, Benavides is a PBC guy, and um, PBC doesn't really do much business with the zone. Uh, it's not like a cross-promotional thing. Um, Benavides is good. Hell of a talent, you know. Um, he likes the party, hopefully. No, 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 no. He doesn't like the party. He likes cocaine. There's a difference. Yes, that is big true. difference. <laughs> big difference. Okay, I like the party and go have two beers. I I like the party. Okay, but no, no, no. He had issues. Anyway, Benavides, twenty three and zip. I thought he was a superstar in the making a couple of years ago, eighteen months ago. Uh, the jury is out on him right now, but he's a five star fighter, no doubt about that. Coming to us from Phoenix, Arizona, one hundred sixty eight pounds. So, one hundred sixty eight pounds. Canelo's weight. Um, everybody wants to fight Canelo. Is there a chance we can get the fight? I, the fight I want to see, and Hector wants to see, and is is Charlo? We want to see him fight the one hundred sixty pound Charlo. That's a great fight. Um, but then there's also talks about Charlo calling out Benavides. So I, 
I just, I don't know, man. I mean, as far as geographically, that fight's a monster hit. I mean, if they make that fight in Texas, uh, in Houston, it's a great draw, obviously. Well, I mean, anything with Canelo, you know, attached to it is a great draw. But then you put in Charlo's or a guy from Houston who's got a a regional fan base uh, and a big mouth that can sell some tickets. It's a great fight. I would love to see that fight happen. I mean, Um, I'm looking... I'm looking at 168 here. Alvarez, of course, on top. Callum Smith, Danny Jacobs, uh, David Benavides, Billy Joe Sanders, Caleb Plant, Fedor Tudenox, John Ryder, Anthony Durrell. He really around still. Um, Jurgen Brenner, that's the top 10 according to boxrec.com. Not a whole lot jumping out there as far as big money fights are concerned. How do they make Benavides, um, a guy that's going to draw? In other words, I mean, he needs some, ex- if he, I mean, I think if people saw, his abilities, and he was able to perform at the at the highest level without any doing any blow and that kind of good stuff. He could like get himself a nice fan base, but you know you got to you got to be consistent. You got to fight a few times. Yes, he inactivity has been an issue. You know, he had some managerial issues. Uh, he was with uh, promotional issues with um, Samson uh, Lukowicz. I don't know where that stands right now, uh, but he's an exciting fighter. He throws. 100 punches around. I mean, and, and all angles, he's tall. He he doesn't look like he can crack, but he he hurts people. You know, mm-hmm. um, he actually fought once on the pay-per-view card. Uh, I think one of the Floyd's cards, uh, he beat up um, Gillian Love, you know. So mm-hmm. he, had a bu- he had a buzz, but he's been his own worst enemy. The best fight to make as far as, you know, is him and, and, and Caleb Plant. I, yeah, him and Caleb Plant. Two completely different styles. One guy's a flat-footed, seek-and-destroy type of dude. Plant is a classic boxer who really hasn't had a, a, a big fight since he took the title from uh, Skeggy, uh, the mm-hmm. Colombian guy. And hopefully the fight, that fight gets made. You know, it's, a, it's a real real test for both guys um, before they, either one calls out Canelo Alvarez. Socrates Palmer on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're tuned to the Insiders Look into the World of Boxing. Of course, coming to you live Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, a new channel on Sirius XM, Channel 217, and, of course, live worldwide on iHeartRadio. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. Your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. I hope that you understand that not one single person, not one single committee can do anything for boxing. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together, we work together, we respect each other, we like and love each other. I hope that we understand that by being public figures, we are targets for character assassination. I hope that we understand that we want to be leaders. We have to convince with actions, to show always good faith, to love boxing and love boxers. We should not answer a slap with a slap, but with action 
and facts. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hello, killer! Woo, some new Tower of Power here. The Soul Side of Town. Check it out. They've got a couple new albums out. Cuddy tells them, tells me they don't call them albums anymore. They call them drops. So they dropped a couple of albums or records or whatever you want to call it, CDs, in the last couple of years. The bottom line is they got a new one out. Tower of Power, rock and roll. And, of course, the guys from the East Bay. Check them out, towerofpower.com. Um, oh, I mentioned earlier about Archie Warren, Joey Maxim. Of course, Joey Maxim. I remember Joey and I were in uh, in Las Vegas, former light heavyweight champion. Of course, he and Sugar Ray Robinson were involved in an epic battle that ended in the 14th round when Robinson couldn't come out because of heat. Said he had lost 12 pounds during the fight, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, Joey told me he was kicking Sugar Ray's ass just for the record. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA, of course, on the line for the Bronx. The Bronx bar himself, boxing's true PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer. And I got to say, uh, I'm going to, we're going to do the, um, I'm going to say a name and you're going to give me what you think. How's that? Okay. Okay. Trevor Bryan. Trevor Bryan. Well, this this morning you got to call him Champ. When you oh, came to the street. Oh. Yeah, call him Champ. I mean, hey, he didn't make the rules. He's just playing by them. Uh, the young man uh, won a version of the WBA Heavyweight Championship uh, last night against uh, a game, but very shot Brendan Severn. And uh, it is what it is in 2020. He is uh, the WBA champion. He joins the uh, legendary ranks of guys like named Chagayev and uh, Nikolas Bogulev. <laughs> hey, hey. So he- all right, all right. Time out, though. Let's, let's be honest, man. I've dated girls that were less bustier than him, and I've dated some stacked women. Yeah, man. Last night, it was... Uh, Battle of the Boobs? Yeah, I mean, between him and Severn, I mean, I mean, ring card girls don't come out like the way they used to when you and I were kids, but uh, they, you know, they made a few of them blush. You know, they definitely were not poster child for, uh, you know, men's fitness, but, uh, you know, it's not a bodybuilding contest, and Trevor Bryan, you know, up until the point of him stopping Severn, he wasn't all too impressive, but, you know, he won the title convincingly. Uh, no shenanigans. Uh, Severn uh, was a last-minute replacement, although he was already scheduled to be on that card uh, because uh, Manuel Char uh, wasn't uh, able to. Get oh, that was a scam! That was a scam! That was another. Not, not, oh <laughs> man, Don King didn't send them a contract. They did that on purpose so they could get Bermain Severn in the sky to fight. It was all a scam. I mean, I will say this. Listen. We heard Don King earlier, him talking about Obamacare, and I sort of wanted to bring that up. Obamacare is back. If you live in California less, and you make less than $51,000 a year, you can get free health care um, with Obamacare and, of course, the California state plan. But um, Obamacare was back, and how can I put this? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a – when I looked – Don King is not back. That's, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is, is Obamacare?